Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. rolling and we're on the friend zone hello guy hello tim <coughs> Look, we're, in, we're not just on, on the friend zone we're on a couch yeah at opposite ends but mm-hmm. set together in a room where are we guy where's the we're room? in my lounge we're in guy's lounge it's a uh it's a sunny sunday morning we've taken the time to uh enjoy a coffee together we've had a little social call before we got down to business thank god long overdue yeah, it was a delight, and now we've um, what we've tried to do is relocate the vibe, the energy, uh, onto these microphones and onto this couch. And I got to say, I, I still feel fantastic. I feel relaxed. It's such a nice day, and you've got a good house for a nice day. Well, it really, it lets the sunlight in. Let the sunlight. In let the sunlight in, in the sun. That's what my house sings. Hey, what, where's that from? What guy on his shelf has a pretty cool, like really cool, actually object. It's I would describe it as a sculpture, and it kind of looks like um, a Mister Potato Head made by Pablo Picasso. Oh, that's something called um, Zolo. Which is I think Zolo. It was a, a a toy that Chelsea had as a child. It's like these wooden uh it's it is like sort of Picasso Miss Potato. It's all these wooden different shapes, like there's some ovals. They're all you know, not not two D shapes, they're three D and yeah. there's, there's curls and all sorts of stuff and eyeballs and mouths and you you pull them apart and you put them together, you can make all sorts of stuff. Oh, so you can reconfigure that. Absolutely. It's really quite amazing. I like it a lot. And it sort of reminds me, for some reason, of a Mr. Meeseeks. Maybe it's the eyes or something. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, I see that I, Olive plays with it sometimes, but Olive's like obsession is there are all these sticks to support the bodies of the different sort of shapes. Uh-huh. And she likes to take the sticks and just put like a circle or something over it. And she calls it her, um, her ice cream shop. And you... All she does is you come and you buy ice cream from her. It sounds important. It when she's doing it, yeah. Tim, it genuinely feels she has an incredible ability to make like her very banal imaginative play feel very important. It's crucial. Crucial in the moment. But yeah, I mean that's you know, and the, and what you're admiring is I I'd say Zolo at its peak. Peak Zolo. Praise Zolo. 
I've got a um, Time magazine here, double issue, November um, tw- 22nd and 29th, mm-hmm. uh, 2021. That guy has purchased for 12 New Zealand schmeckles. I did. I bought it towards the end of last year. The cover, do you want to read that? Best Inventions of 2021. And we're going to go through them. Oh, wow. Not all of them. Okay. But we're going to put a highlight on some of these. Okay, so we've got um, something called Clove Sneakers, Comfy Kicks for Healthcare Workers. Yeah. The average healthcare worker spends more than five hours of their day standing. The I, clo- be- I believe it. The Clove Speaker, $129, created specifically for those who tend to patients, provides some much-needed foot therapy for doctors, nurses, and more. Thick EVA, which is uh, eth- eth- ethene, ethylene, vinyl, acetate, foam, uh, midsoles offer an extra layer of comfort and stability. The shows the shoes are wrapped in Japanese Kalino comfort and stability. They look pretty cool. They're pink. Um, also featured guy is a Roland VAD seven hundred six electric drum kit. Ah, oh, they finally got the drum kit right. Is that what it says? It says they've been trying to get this drum kit right, and they finally got the drum kit right. What if notoriously noisy drum kits could be rendered neighbor-friendly without compromising sound quality? Yeah. Electronic musical instrument manufacturer Roland finally achieves its long-held goal with its latest offering, the VAD 706 V-Drums. It sounds like... They're eight grand. Yeah. US. Do you know what I'm proud of? What? I remembered... The gist of what they said in that little blurb, which is like, man, these guys have been trying to get this drum kit. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and yeah, true. Uh, not a new invention, though. No, no, but that's the thing, you know, like, that's that's so many, that's everything. Is they release it, they're like, we did it, and then they release it, and you're like, this is not quite what you said it was. And they go, no, no, this is it. And then they keep going, and then eventually, like, okay, we couldn't say it before, but you, <laughs> you were totally right. We didn't have it, but now we have it. Feels like you're describing the iPhone. Well, I feel like I'm describing everything. Like, do you know who really? I mean, I think you used to have a stand-up joke about it, but Gillette. Every time they release a new razor, they're like, "Every other razor we've released is total dog <laughs> shit. We finally made a razor that works." That's one of the. That is the only joke I know of that I've had to retire because someone told me to. Why? Why did? Because um, you know someone from the PR team at Gillette. No, no, <laughs> yeah, I got through. <laughs> Big razor was on my case. No, no, someone had done it on a like a very similar joke on a gala. No, oh, so parallel like, okay. thought. Yeah. Um. What else have we got? Nothing super compelling, to be honest. Oh, mind controlled computing. Oh, this is all horse shit. It's there was, there was, sort of, there was one of them, shit. one of them which appealed to my. Um, Sorry, I've lost the page. No, that's right. That appealed to my uh, sort of hapless attention span and desired. Oh yeah, there was an attention clock to thing. outsource. It's called freedom from distraction. It's called time chi. Uh, it's an egg timer. The result, time chi. Yeah, with the click of a button, this mouse-sized desk gadget enables a do not disturb feature on your devices and apps. Should a colleague wander over, I don't have any colleagues, to visit you at your <laughs> desk, the time sheet displays a light to let them know politely that you're trying to focus. It's like a traffic light for your desk. No, it isn't. It's like a passive-aggressive sign that you tap when someone comes over to you that says, do not talk to the driver. Well, that's true. Could we use traffic lights passive-aggressively? 
No. Sadly, they're too direct and functional. What do you think about passive aggression, Tim? Very useful. (laughs) Sensationally useful. (laughs) Albeit unhealthy. Yeah. Um... Now, before we, you know, read a, um, a piece of external correspondence, I want to check in on some internal correspondence. How's my guy? Uh, your guy being Tim, yeah. confusingly. He's good. He's good, man. Sun's out, gun's out. I'm wearing a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. It's looking, T-shirt weather. You're looking good. Um, don't know what to tell you. Everything's hunky-dory. Just trying to, um, you know, ride the wave of us probably being in between uh, viral breakouts, lockdowns, everything's up and in and out and yeah. topsy-turvy. It's, uh, we're, New Zealand is a fascinating case study because we've had an exemplary response in so many ways, but also we are psychologically, it feels like decades behind the rest of the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Uh, but that's all. I mean, I'm I'm choosing to concentrate on what is in my control. What's going on with Guy Montgomery specifically? Um, well, I had a sore eye. I couldn't run for a month, and then I went for my first run yesterday. Oh, mean! It reaped great rewards. I've been watching more movies, watching a lot of movies. That's great. How's that treating you? It, it's good, man. You took me to the movies without being there the other night. I know. Myself and David Correos went to Licorice Pizza. Yeah. Paul I, Thomas Anderson joint. And yeah, it was good. Because the guy bought the tickets and then guy couldn't go. I know. Like a, like a damn fool. And uh, we're going to... Really good. We're actually, you know, full disclosure, we're going to watch a movie after this, you and I. Not a movie. And we're watching some more Sex Oh, we're going to... Yeah, we're going to watch Sex and... We're going to yeah. watch and Just Like That. But then after that, we're going out on a social app. Oh, that's right. You're a, taking me to the flick. To a film. How... What a treat it is to be a friend of Guy Montgomery. Can I say that? I just can't. He bought me a coffee this morning. I can't stop buying people coffees and he, taking them to the movies. He took me to the movies. He's taking me to the movies again. Life's good being friends with Guy Montgomery. Well, why don't we read something from a... Some other friends. Yeah. Some more of your friends. Can I open the dialogue, Tim? I'd love it if you would. The date is the 23rd of December, 2021. Gimme, gimme, bomb, bomb. I trust you both well. In the first episode of season one, Tim says, can we just watch it five times? I can't do more than that. I'll kill myself in a completely honest and matter-of-fact way. It's not a threat. It's not even a plausible reality. But it is definitely said in the first episode. Third time through. I've now listened to all the seasons (laughs) three times through. Wowee. Not including Emmanuel, which wasn't finished at the time. This time I decided to try and take notes to record things I thought were interesting, fun, good, notable, in a fairly similar, though entirely accidental, way to how the note-taking in each episode usually starts strong and then peters out. I essentially took as many notes for season one as I did for all subsequent seasons combined. I don't know why this happened, but it happened. The underlying nature of all life is repetition. We eat, work, eat, work, eat, play, sleep every single day. 365 for 80 years. We know what's going to happen. We drive to work along the same roads. We say hello to the exact same people in the same way. We drink the same coffee, guy. We eat the same lunch, etc., etc. In the 32nd episode of season one, Guy says, I just realized that I'll never play for the All Blacks. Mm. Tim replies, I also had that realization recently. Is this a telling moment? A moment of delusion? Of allusion? Illusion? Or just a truthful account of a child's bucket list getting one tick box shorter? 
In the 39th episode of season two, the name Mattress Pikelet King is said for the first time. Well met and twice regarded, sure. But how is it so late in the season? In the first episode of season two, Tim introduces Coffee Guy immediately. Not episode eight, nor 15, episode one. The distortion of memory and the human brain's ability to overlay, categorize, sift, and at times ignore repeated experiences has been studied by psychologists, I'm sure, in many ways. I doubt it's been studied the way the worst idea of all time does. We learn through stories, we repeat stories to our friends, our families. As stand-up comedians, you both regurgitate the same stories night after night. During a month-long comedy festival, you aren't watching a film 22 times in four weeks. You are the film 22 times in four weeks. Telling the same stories, encanting the same logic, the same rhythms, the same cult-like indoctrination of large groups of people in the mass hypnosis of a subconscious humoric response. Episode 30 of Season 3, you watch Sex in the City 2 instead of We Are Your Friends. It might be the best episode of the entire show. Not just of Season 3, which is very strong in and of itself, but of all seasons. The seemingly random yet familiar choice of something different, an old repetition, an old song, was very funny and hard to understand in terms of appeal, but was so appealing, so surprising. During this third listen, I stopped listening to the podcast and started trying to understand the podcast. What about it is actually interesting? Do more, my week with cats, in parenthesis, where's the Dircom? Podcast in a tree, Killionaire. Every day we wake and are resigned to repetition, but we don't talk about it. Some people do, I guess, and they're labeled as depressing, insane, mentally ill, etc., The worst idea of all time embraces, through the metaphor of planned and honest repetitive engagement with mundane storytelling, one of the taboos of life, the taboo of the lament of our carousel lives. I think there is release in that struggle. I think there is empathy in the shared journey. We listen because we too know we are watching the same film over and over again, saying the same lines, hearing the same ideas, notions, songs, seeing the same roads, the same weather, eating the same food, crying the same tears. It is hard to do the same thing over and over again. The worst idea of all time is a metaphor for the human condition. I've started a fourth time through. Through all of it, but I don't honestly think I'll finish it. It becomes hard doing the same thing again and again, funnily enough. Shay, my name. Chris Malton. That was... Honestly, I don't know. This is probably the deepest piece of correspondence yeah, we've ever received. That was an incredibly interesting and resonant uh, message. Chris is, we've corresponded with Chris before. Chris has previously sent us, um, like, I think it was, it was in May last year, they sent us uh, an account of the, their second, like, a, a reflection on their second time going through the entire back catalogue of the podcast. And so. You know, this is this is uh, this is someone who's been pretty dedicated. This is to the uh, I won't lie, Chris. Pretty confronting <laughs> stuff. Um, though I will say this, Chris: if you have taken extensive notes, which it sounds like you did for that whole third go around, may I have them? <laughs> because I I would very much like to have them. I think. I mean, I, I yeah. I, I enjoyed the distillation, and I think you probably did tap into some part of why um, why you, people who enjoy the podcast enjoy the podcast. Do you agree that the worst idea of all time is a um, some sort of podcast representation of the human condition? 
Do you know that I do? It's uh, totally unfiltered. It charts, irrespective of our emotional state, it charts, you know, it, it charts our lives. It persists. Like I'd say inside of it, we've encapsulated all of the dizzying highs and the plummeting lows of, you know, that are representative of a life on earth. And uh, it's by no means what we set out to do. And I, uh, I, I think it's like, it's a very honest time capsule and inside of it, because of the specific circumstance in which we've been capturing, you know, our experience of watching these movies, I think it, it does, it, it is like some part of the essence of life is distilled into the podcast. Do you believe in that? Or do you think I'm being a, 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 a twat? Um, I certainly don't think you're being a twat, nor do I think Chris is. I don't think, I think I'm too worried to interrogate the thing I'm creating with that much focus <laughs> and depth because for fear of breaking it, whatever it is. But you can't, we can't break it. You can definitely break it. We cannot can, break it. You can break everything. But everything can be broken. This is the thing, Tim. If we break it, that's part of the experience. If it's people true. hear us breaking it, that is exactly part of what Chris has articulated. Mm. Yeah, maybe you're right. Buzzy. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. I really enjoyed that. Uh, we turn our attention now to Patreon, where our supporters have buoyed us financially. Yeah, where our supporters are supporting. To allow us to do what we do and share the content with everybody else. Michelle writes... Hiya, Tim Slash Guy. Was really excited to see the new Deciders Club. I'm wondering if you two know about comedians like Danny Gonzalez or Curtis Connor. Their main platform is YouTube, but they're incredibly funny guys. Danny released a video a few weeks back uh, talking about He's All That, which is why I'm reminded of him. And Curtis has made a few videos about our friend Neil Breen and has even exchanged messages with the man himself. Anyway, all that to say, I think a collaboration between all of you would be phenomenal. Love the pod. Makes my life at least 3% better. Ah. Generous percentage. I'm looking up these guys. Danny Gonzalez and Curtis Connor. These guys, you know, that's sort of like... um, They're big guys. Yeah. It's sort of like you say, I'm doing stand-up comedy and one of your parents' friends says, Oh, you should um Do you know Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah, you should You should do something with him. Exactly. <laughs> uh obviously smaller scale, but a similar energy. But I mean I'm interested to look into them. I like I like um critical analysis of Neil Breen, so that's something that I'm excited to I've really been um mucking around on YouTube the last little while. Yeah. Samsung gave me uh when I bought a new phone a a um, I shouldn't say Samsung, they haven't paid for this. But part of the promotion was you got, I think, like a year of YouTube, YouTube premium. premium. Dude. And it, it did work. It got me on the hook. Are you, you're still, you're I'm paying, paying for I it pay for, dude, I pay yeah. for YouTube premium as well. Which is crazy because it's not cheap. No. It's like, I think it's almost $20 a month in New Zealand, which is so much money. But I genuinely get a lot out of it. And can I say this? I'll fucking throw my voice into the fray. It is fucking psychotic that YouTube got rid of the down thumb counter. <laughs> it is insane. 
It is the worst decision. They've made so many bad decisions. What, what about that decision is I, so like boring to you? Big part of what I personally use YouTube for, like A, it's watching kind of video essays from really interesting, funny people. Who, in fact, can I shout out one that I've been getting really into recently? This guy who does, uh, the, the account is called Ordinary Things and it's pretty popular. Like he's all his videos have got around a million views, but it's really great. He just picks something like, windows you know in houses and buildings he's like this is the history of windows and why they're shit oh wow <laughs> but he's super funny he's a really interesting cat but it's it's, it's uh inf- in terms of information communicated it's, it's genuinely it's educational yeah, yeah really educational um so that i watch those sorts of videos and then but then probably the my main use of youtube is like kind of diy stuff it's figuring out yeah. How do I yeah. build a network accessible storage from scratch using bits? You know, how, how do I program TrueNAS so that it works reliably? Um, what kind of drill do I need to fucking put a hole in this thing? You know, that kind of informative tutorial style yeah. stuff. How do I use Reaper so I don't have to pay Adobe money anymore and That's I can right. shift to another software suite? Like, how how do I edit videos using DaVinci Resolve? So all of these things that, you know, are there to teach me shit. And the dislike counter is the single most useful way to determine whether a video is high quality or not. Because the view counter is fucking irrelevant. There's always all these different ways to game the algorithm so you can get heaps of um, clicks. But to determine whether it's actually worth listening to and watching and accurate. And it, you know, this advice is not going to cause yeah. me to get electrically shocked by the thing I'm working on. And they've taken that away. They've taken it away. And they've done it purely to satisfy advertisers. And it's so fucking cooked. It's crazy. That is why they would do it. Yeah. Advertisers don't like people downvoting their promotional content. Exactly. It's movie studios who are yeah. like, no, we're afraid our trailer. And the other funny thing is that the like consistently, con- every year after year, the most downvoted thing is always YouTube's own, what do they call it? Rewind? Which is when they make a big mashup of like the year in YouTube and everyone always <laughs> fucking hates it and down downvotes yeah, it I into oblivion. The, I like, that's the sort of thing online. I like the community rally. Yeah. Through, like an, almost an annual tradition of being like, it's hey, right. yeah, we love the website, but fuck you, YouTube. And YouTube are like genuinely performing a community service by putting themselves up for that kind of tomato throw at the landlord abuse you know to keep the serfs happy once a year we have an annual festival where we stand up on a stage and they get to throw rotten fruit at us and then it's back to the fucking fields for them taken some of the joy from it but then they took they took that bit away Mm. stupid but the the functionality of the doubt anyway look it's insane that they're not bringing it back i really thought they'd backtrack on that like they'd backtrack on other stuff but they didn't it's crazy. Life crazy me. marches on. This message comes from Christmas 2021. Hey, Christmas. I'm dad. <laughs> nice. You're doing a lot of the dad jokes, aren't you? You're getting a lot out <laughs> of it. Just that one. But at home, is it getting Yeah, I do play? it when it doesn't make any sense is my favorite. Yeah. Zoe would be like, should we go now? And I'd be like, hi, should we go now? I'm dad. <laughs> and what does Zoe do? Oh, it's not good. <laughs> not a good response. So this comes from Christmas 2021, which to miraculously somehow is in the past. Although I feel like Christmas 2021 should always be something that's coming up. Definitely. Dear Timmy boy and apple of my guy, 
Just wanted to let you know that I saw a Blaze pizza for the first time in real life today while I was in the car with my parents on the way to see family for Christmas. I flipped off the restaurant as we drove past, Fuck causing yeah. both of my parents to get upset with me. Oh. Worth it. Happy <laughs> holly jolly days to you both. Say my name, Ava. Pronounced Ava. Well, I nailed that pronunciation. Thank you, Ava. I'm 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 sorry that um I can't imagine if I was in your position bothering to explain to my parents why I'm flipping off a pizza restaurant. It's a fun journey. Especially if it's a long car trip, you got some time to kill. I just can't imagine getting my parents on the hook with that story. Yeah. Yeah, it would be difficult. I recently had to shell out... Does your mum still listen to the podcast? Oh, yeah, bro. You better believe it. That's hey, mum. so incredible. She just had her birthday recently. Happy birthday, mum. So I just had to renew the domain for blazepizza.co.nz. <laughs> Still it, waiting. It came. It came. It, came to, it was. This, I've probably had it for about seven years now. Yeah. And every one or two years, it comes up for renew. And I changed my credit card number recently, so it was like auto renew has failed. And I keep getting these emails being like it's failed. And I was like, should I? Is now the time to say goodbye to blazepizza.co.nz? Is it? Is it, are the, the whole credit card expiring to? Take care of things. Well, like, it's just such a satisfying reset. Oh, it's so good, dude. It makes me real worried about, like, if we, if, if crypto does take over and you've just got, like, a wallet where it can auto-go, all of those nice little inefficiencies that actually help you will go away. Yeah. Which is bad. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, but, but you, you, you thought it might be the short. end of the line? No, I've got it again, though. Fuck yeah, brother. Yeah. Locked it's, it in for it's another, coming. I think, two years. Wonder if Patty ever listens to us. Nah, dude, absolutely not. You're one hundred percent correct. Dom writes from June two thousand twenty-one via our Patreon. Have you, good Kelgenier boys, seen Bo Burnham's new special yet? Highly recommended, if not, because these seem relevant. Um, I am not going to click the links there to YouTube videos, but I am going out on a limb and saying it's almost certainly Bezos. Jeffrey Bezos. Come on, anyway. Jeffrey, you can do it. Pave the way you put your back into it. I fucking... Fuck their wives, drink yeah. their blood. Come on, Jeff, do it. Anyway, keep up the good work of enriching billionaires. Love your work. And then another message from Dom in October. So a few months later, I haven't replied at all. Yeah. It's really bad and on me. <laughs> the Rum Tum Tugger is a fuck of a cat. Drunk as all hell, but I love you. Good, nay, great boys. Can't wait for the long promised Cats Dercom. Say my name or better yet, never read this at all, as is your want. <laughs> and then another message. Have you ever felt so like totally seen and interpreted yeah. by <laughs> such a short piece of correspondence Bloody brilliant. that asks nothing of you? Should we go for it one more time? From Dom. End of October 21. The Rum Tum Tugger is a fuck of a cat. Honestly, <laughs> fucking incredible way to open any email, <laughs> any correspondence. And it really, that feels, that to me feels like a message I would receive from Guy when one or both of us is hammered. <laughs> it's like, it honestly just drops you right in the song. Yeah. Looks like, uh, oh, it's a new message, same day. Looks like I was on one and listening to music from Cats, as good as it gets. Have a good one, lads. <laughs> so this is like hours later, maybe in the morning. Dude, so this is two messages that's reminded us that we have not done a Cats um, Dercom. I know. Which is shocking. 
the 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 thing about it is, we, we will, we yeah. must, and we will. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you very much for that. And you know, the read it or don't. Well, guess what? We read it. Guess what, Dom? And I like that he trusted yeah. the process. We read it on our own time. Yeah. This one is from the 5th of January, 2022. So as always, um, slowly but surely here on Facebook, we, we're we advancing towards the present day. Hey, boys. Hello. Coming to you from Burlington, Vermont, where we're uh, desperately... the home of Bernie Sanders. We're desperately pretending to be something other than American. Just wanted to let you know that your podcast has become a real shining light in an otherwise quite shitty years. My wife Zoe and I recently sat in the parking lot of our local emergency vet, waiting for them to tell us whether or not our cat Yam would survive a severe asthma attack, listening to your Death Blart 2020 episode. Yes, that's right. Emotionally compromised and without the movie in front of us, we listened to your live commentary and imagined in our mind's eye the Kevin James flavoured torment you were suffering through, and damn if it didn't keep us going. Aww. Yam has been doing well, and we fall asleep laughing almost every night as we catch up on episodes of what I can only imagine has been the biggest mistake of your impressive comedic careers. Love you both dearly. Say my cat's name, Yamato Takero no Makito. Yamato. Yamato. Yamato Cannon. I guess. I don't know what I that just is. had a whole bunch of flashbacks to StarCraft. Um, I'm glad that, that Yam's doing okay. I thought, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest, by the tone, the introductory paragraph and tone of the email, I thought that that might have been Yam's last asthma attack. Yes, I, I, I thought we were going down that road as well. Um, our pets and our people come into our lives and then they leave our lives and then we leave as well. Such is life. That Such is life. Such is the flow of time. Um, but I'm glad that that uh, at least at time of writing, Yam's still doing okay and with you guys. And that we could be some small comfort while you were waiting for an outcome. Yeah. Deathblight 2020. Which one was that? Dircom. The... Oh. Director's commentary. Oh, yeah. Okay. I listened back to that and it was too chaotic for me. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't make heads or tails of it. I, uh... It was a bit much. I didn't. I didn't hear it back. No, you didn't. As is your want. As is my want. Come on, come on. As my want. Oh, I guess it's my turn. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring 
an objective, professional, licensed professional tell my problems to. So that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic. I don't know if you remember. And the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. Um, how long have we been going? Should this cap us off? Oh, 29 minutes. We could do a couple more. Zach writes, I'm going I'm going fucking loose on the names. These people aren't even telling me if they want their names. Yeah, you, but that's what, back I, to the old school. Do you know what? Yeah, I, I feel like you're feeling relaxed. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, November, mid-November 2021, Zach writes, Fellows of Frost. Now, can I... I'm going to pause for a second from the message. I feel like the origin of Frosty Fowlers has been lost a little bit. And I just think it's important every now and then to remind everyone where these these little memes come from. And it comes from this. In New Zealand, there is a cartoon mascot for an ice cream company called the Frosty Boy. Yeah. And the slogan for the Frosty Boy is often licked, never beaten. And Guy and I... Uh, associate with that mentality so much because we are persistently attempting to be licked by these repetitious views of dangerously yeah. bad content, but we are never defeated. That's right. And so, just so everyone's aware, that's where the Frosty if Fellas origin If you look up Frosty Fellas NZ Ice Cream, you'll see an image. Frosty of, Boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're the Frosty Fellas. We're the Fellas. Frosty Boy NZ Ice Cream, you'll see a rendering of this young ice cream enthusiast. He rocks. We should get a version of that, eh? He's got good steez. Oh. We should we should get a version of that. Same animation style, same basic graphic, but it's got two heads coming out of the <laughs> Two heads coming out of the t-shirt. And maybe instead of a, an ice cream, he's holding a microphone. <laughs> That's really good. That's really good, bro. Yeah. Fuck, that's awesome. Um, Fellows of Frost, I sent you a donation earlier this year when I had just finished season three. Thank you yeah. very much. At that time, I said that when I caught up, I would send some more. Well... I've finally caught up, and I hope it's all right. But in lieu of another PayPal donation, I got signed up on Patreon. Got to get that Killionaire content. Damn right, Zach. Congratulations on finishing the Emmanuel season. With a toddler and a newborn at home, media consumption is very limited for me right now. But you will be happy to know it has almost been exclusively Twiwet-based between your podcast and then watching Taskmaster NZ on the television. Mm. Taskmaster is one of my favourite shows, and New Zealand Season 2 is one of the best seasons in any country. Congratulations, Guy, on putting out a great show, and I will legitimate—I will be legitimately upset if Mr. Bat is not starring on a season soon. Cannot wait. Catching up is a little bittersweet, though, because I can't tell you how great is, has, it has been to have a plethora of Tim Slash Guy content on hand at any moment. I'm just going to take a, a brief pause here. Plethora, plethora. I think You're both right. are on the table. What do you do, though? I'd say plethora, but mm-hmm. I often 
and it goes against my natural instinct. Now, I often mispronounce, almost deliberately mispronounce certain words to try and emphasize comedic effect. So I could be putting you wrong there. This week, I went to queue up another episode and, much to my dismay, realized there was no more. How do people get by with only one, a couple episodes per week? I guess I might finally look up one of those McElroy Brothers podcasts. <laughs> I don't really care what it you It does guys... always tickle me and honestly satisfy the most, like, I guess, needy part of myself when people... Go from us to them. Yeah, yeah. It's, part of it is that when we, years and years ago, when we uh, were very kindly offered by Justin to stay at his house for American Thanksgiving, which we took him up on, which was so nice... Mm. Um, we saw some of the download numbers for the McElroys and it was insane. <laughs> it was crazy stuff. Um, uh, I don't really care what you guys do next, but just know that I will be there to listen. Hopefully this isn't too long of a message, but I wanted to know if you guys have a favorite Twiwet theme song. My favorite is season two, but Podcast in a Tree is probably second for me. That being said, I listen to all your podcasts at one and a half times speed. So take my rankings with a grain of salt. Keep up the good work and can't wait to see what's next. Say the name, Zach Hurley, if you dare. Regards, Zach Hurley. Yeah, brave man, Tim so Bat, saying Zach Hurley. You wouldn't know the Twiwet themes if they ran you over the steamroller. <laughs> <laughs> I know the um, season two theme. It's the worst idea of all time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I, I know the, I can think of the original, or not the original, but I can think of the, it's the friend zone. That's sort of very simple acoustic oh, yeah. friend zone. Um, and that's basically the two that I have to choose from inside of my mind's eye. And I'll take the season two. What's the podcast in a tree theme? I can't remember. I can't remember, guy. Well, there you go. I think I got, I like, I think I bought that one though. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I think I licensed some music from somewhere for that. Like it's production music. Well, it's a fun... Can you bring it up? It's a fun question to ask. Oh, wait, you probably can't, eh? Can I? I can. It would take a little bit of research. I wonder if I've got it like saved somewhere on a thingy. We shouldn't both do this. You read a message okay. and I'll look for it, okay? That's a good idea. And I'm gonna. I'm calling it here. Last message for the friends. He's calling it, folks. We've got some uh, We've got work gals in the city to I, observe. I, I got work to do. I got work, baby. The 10th of January, 2022. Dear Frosty Fellas, first of all, thanks again for reading out my last message in episode 135. I was surprised and grateful. Two things. Numero uno, after listening to your My Week with Cat series twice without seeing the movie, I finally got around to watching it as it dropped on a certain popular streaming service. I have to say that, having listened to your reviews of it, I actually found watching it a strangely enjoyable experience. Oh, sorry, hold on. What, what are we talking about? What movie? Cats. Oh, yeah. I admit to getting really emotional during the Mr. Mistopheles routine, and I was very excited to see the Skimbleshanks number, 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 fuck. I think English language is confusing, isn't it? Number and number. Same spelling. Now, yeah. Different pronunciation, totally different meaning. Shit. You got me there, bro. Uh, I was very excited to see the Skimbleshanks number after you'd hyped the fuck out of it. I wonder if I would have enjoyed the movie as much if I hadn't been properly prepped by hearing your thoughts twice. After watching it, I rewarded myself by listening to My Week with Cats a third time. And secondly... 
Loving the And Just Like That series so far. You had me in stitches the other day over your assessment of the ongoing Samantha fiasco, but it got me thinking, rather than having all of the awkward text messaging, wouldn't have just made more sense to recast the character? I know Sex and the City fans would never allow this, but yep. if I was a producer-writer on the show, it would make more sense to me to replace an actor than keeping the character on hold while waiting for, hoping, Kim Cattrall changes her mind. Discuss! Thanks again. <laughs> Lots of love. Say my name, beautiful boys. David from London, England. Here's me discussing it. They, in some ways, have attempted to replace Samantha, but not literally by casting another actor to portray Thing the character. Seema. Seema, um, it's Seema, yeah, basically. But Seema doesn't. Inter- Seema is another uh, Saint Louise type character. I know. Where she might be purely in the imagination of Carrie. Like I don't think she interacts with a single other gal. No, Carrie can't cross the streams. It's it's. <laughs> It's a very interesting interpretation of the Sex in the City universe as we know it, which obviously doesn't include the television shows that is not canon, that a good chunk of this show that revolves around her is her imagining an imaginary friend. <laughs> and a show that is centered almost entirely around female friendship, a lot of what Carrie is experiencing is make-believe. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Some sort of fantasy solitude, or psychotic breakdown. Solitude. Well, what do you think, Guy? What's your opinions on them recasting someone else to be some? It's the it's the classic thing. There'd be furor, uproar, and then after five episodes, we'd forget. And honestly, do you know, I'm relieved that they didn't because the best thing to do is to just get on with the show. Just get on. With and it. now that they've done that, like I don't know, I haven't finished the season. There's two episodes to go, but it's as we discussed in the most recent episode of the And Just Like That podcast, it's such a relief that we are no longer, you know, spending all this time anguishing over the whereabouts of Samantha and even, like, grieving big. It's just nice that we're actually in the present, you know, watching everyone live their lives. Hmm. That's what I think. How nice. I'm, um... You're finding the theme song. Well, I couldn't find it, Guy. So what I'm doing right now is opening an episode of podcast in a tree and hoping that the theme is like the first thing you hear because i genuinely can't remember oh yeah yeah it's like back and out you did play this for me hello Welcome. yeah that rocks that honestly actually that is the best yeah yeah that is yeah that's my fave that's a great vibe well Tim, it's been a pleasure, and to everyone who wrote us, to everyone who's listened, and to everyone who's, I guess, picking this up through some third party who's walking past their partner. Doesn't or happen. Someone Doesn't happen. I recently heard a statistic that 94% or 96, 94% of podcasts are listened to by yourself. They are, but sometimes Chouse will come home and she's listened to a podcast on a like a Yui boom. Oh, yeah. And I'll pick, I'll get part of the podcast. Oh, okay. Well, if that's you right now. Yeah. You have been blessed by the boys. And please send Chelsea back to me. I miss her. Uh, Tim, I just want to quickly say, and you can tell me off for this, but if you're listening and you live in Sydney or Melbourne, I am coming to do... Why the fuck would I tell you off for this? Because I know you get cross. Not at this. No, I know. No way, buddy. No, this is exciting. I'm coming to do stand-up comedy in Sydney and Melbourne, and I am currently rusty, but by the time I'm in your cities, I'm going to be in the fucking form of my life. Listen to me, you sons of bitches. 
On this podcast is one of New Zealand's funniest comedians, Guy Montgomery. You have the opportunity to see this guy perform for you in person if yeah. you're in one of the major Australian cities. Yeah. I implore you to take him up on this very generous offer of coming over, risking life and limb during a pandemic to dance <laughs> okay, for you like a performing yeah, monkey. Throw your gold coins at this performing court jester for your amusement. Life is short and hard, so suck it. <laughs> Go see Guy Montgomery. Please. Uh, you can find tickets at guymontgomery.co.nz. Um, bye, everyone. Love yous. Love you, my friends. Kakite. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.